When it comes to the second half of your life, you deserve the opportunity to thrive. That's why Doug Bentle founded Second Half Capital. There's a saying that money makes the world go round. Certainly feels that way most days. But is there such a thing as being too wealthy? Well, that's a problem that most of us would love to have. But Doug, you sit down with families all the time, and sometimes they are pretty surprised to find out how easy it is to reach a level of income of where they're actually too rich. Not to them, right. too rich in the eyes of... The government. That is insane The IRS. To me. It happens all the time, and if it's a couple and they've both worked their whole lives, it's very likely that they're going to land in a space where they are subject to the highest taxes that the government will charge on their Social Security, which just drives them crazy. So how does this work? What's the threshold of being too rich? Well, it depends on if you're single or if you're married, filing jointly, et cetera. But the couple that I was with the other day uh, married, filing jointly. And for them, it's a secret formula. Not secret, really. Just something that people don't often know about. It's something called provisional income. Okay. And most people are not familiar with the term, but it's a formula that the government has to determine how much of your Social Security they're going to get taxed. And you become, quote, rich in the IRS's eyes when you hit $44,000 in provisional income. Hmm. So, you know, I sit down with tons of people and I don't know a lot of them who can live on $44,000 a year. And so generally, they're over that. Mm -hmm. They're over that amount. As a matter of fact, the couple I was with yesterday, just between their Social Security and her pension, they were over that amount. And it's really frustrating because a lot of them, they don't know that it can be taxed. And maybe they heard that once upon a time, Social Security wasn't going to be taxed Mm -hmm. ever. But then in 1983... There was legislation that was approved, and they started then in 84 to begin to tax up to 50% of your Social Security. And then 10 years later, they upped it to 85%. And so here we are. Gosh, how many years ago is that? Let's skip how many years ago that was because it makes us all feel old. (laughs) 28 years ago. Sorry. That is 38 years ago. Well, no, when they started taxing it, agreed. But the the last bump up was in 93. Oh. And so what's the likelihood that they're now, well, we're already at 85. Let's just push it to 100%. Oh, my goodness. And right now that level is 44,000. I think it's like 32,000 if you're single. I mean, that's not a big number. And for most people, if you said, hey, you know, you're making 44 grand a year, you're rich, they would (laughs) – Exactly. They would make that exact noise. That's not a ladylike noise, by the way. But the truth is, that's surprising. You know, if I had to, yeah, I could have really buckled down and rice and beans kind of lifestyle. But that's not real in retirement. We've worked hard. We deserve better than that. Right. And so what we've done with these folks is analyzed everywhere that they have income coming from. It's annuities, it's pensions, it's Social Security, it's from their portfolios. And we've looked at what we believe the taxes are going to be. And they happen to believe that taxes are going to go up. So they've watched the news, they've read the articles, they've listened to the administration talk. Got it. And they've seen the national debt. And they've seen the national debt. (laughs) Yes. And they believe that part of the solution is going to be Uncle Sam saying, hey, by the way, we need more. Mm. There are 
a couple of different ways that people can say, I hear you, Uncle Sam, but not this time. And one of them is something called a Roth IRA. And so what we did after doing the analysis is mapped out a multi-year strategy. And part of that is tied to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and when it's supposed to sunset. And we are looking at doing partial Roth conversions of IRAs between now and when that act sunsets at the end of 2025. And what that will do is put them in a position once the window opens up and they can pull from those Roth IRAs to receive income that doesn't get calculated as part of provisional income. Okay. And so when you do those conversions, you have to pay the taxes now, but to them, they believe that's going to be better than paying the taxes later, especially if the government decides to tax their their income, their Social Security from 85, if they push it up to 100%. They're like, we're already frustrated at 85%. So we don't want any part of anything else. So you know, part of it depends on where someone is coming from and what they believe tax-wise. If our listeners have ever looked at a chart of where income tax rates have been over the last 100 years, they are relatively low in comparison to where they've been even 60 years ago. Crazy to think about because we always feel that we're overtaxed. So if we feel that way now, oh my goodness, we've got to prepare for the future. Right. It's that whole discussion. It's like the old Fram oil commercial. Do you want to pay me now or do you want to pay me later? They did good advertising back in the day. Yeah, it was like a $4 oil filter. They spent a lot of money making sure we bought that type. Fram. Just Fram. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit more about this couple so that I better understand why they're so concerned about taxes. What is it that they want to do in retirement? How do they want to spend their time? Well, one of them is already retired. He's spending time partly working. I think he's making 20 grand a year, but he's doing that so that he can actually have privileges at a golf course. So it's not about the money. It's about the access. He didn't get to play a lot of golf, even though he loved it while he was working because he had a very demanding job. And so, you know, he's kind of relaunched is the way I think of second half into something that he loves, but he's also doing what he's really good at, which hmm. is is working on various kinds of equipment. But he's making just enough money to where he doesn't get Social Security too excited, it sounds like. Well, no, because they're already receiving their Social Security. And so even that 20 grand is bumping them up and then she's got a pension. And so it's a real challenge. And they've got a couple of Roths and we're going through this process of analyzing where is their money how is it structured, and how does it contribute to this formula called provisional income, and is there anything that we can do to mitigate that, not only in the near term, but you know, down the road? It's such a balancing act, it sounds like. It is. For someone to do on their own. Okay, wait, I can't make too much, and then it affects the Social Security, and then the tax. Oh, my gosh, they may raise that. There's all this stuff you're trying to figure out. The good news is you don't have to go alone. Advisors like you are everywhere, but they're not all alike. That's an important thing. You need a fiduciary on your side to help you be informed about all the options now and in the future of your retirement. And, Doug, that's what you are. That's what you're doing As always, the woman gets left behind. Please tell me, when she retires, what does she want to do? I know it's not on the golf course. Well, I think it's going to be really soon, and I think her retirement is really going to be just focused on her grandkids. Because she's got her priorities right, unlike the husband. (laughs) I'm 
just kidding. I'm kidding. It's That's awesome. so typical. Yeah, you have grandkids. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but she's really going to just focus on trying to spend time and be a part of their lives. My grandparents weren't part of my life, so I don't know what that's like, but I see it in my wife. I see her how she is when she's getting to spend time with those little guys. And it's a really cool time. And so it's going to be soon and she's going to be able to not have to worry about money, but where they're at right now they're worrying about taxes. Mm. And you said it a couple of minutes ago, it is this balancing act because doing a Roth conversion isn't necessarily the right thing for everyone. It really depends on how much you make and where those dollars are currently invested. And so that's the analysis that has to be done and you got to strike the right balance. But until you actually get that analysis done, you won't really know if there's anything that you can do to improve your position If the government decides to continue to raise taxes and continue to take more and more of your Social Security. You misspoke. The correct word is not if, it's when. (laughs) You are a stickler this morning. Interact with the podcast and explore thriving more in your retirement at secondhalfcapital.com. Investment advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Second Half Capital and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding their applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investment and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.